here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just crossed our own boundaries. It just sounds like. Hold on, I'm gonna. Oh, here's one. <laughs> I don't. I think we went past funny to just not even funny. Stop, Stop it. Oh my god. Okay, this is what that sounds like. This sounds like if that rave scene that was in the Matrix 2 was a big orgy. <laughs> and like Neo was pumping himself up to fuck a bunch of other Neos. That's what he'd be listening to. Oh my god, that is fucking awful. But tell me you can't picture Keanu Reeves fucking 30 other Keanu Reeves of that with like the, let's go! Ryan, I want you to know that I can picture that no matter what the music is. Excuse me. <laughs> so, um, like I told so you that, earlier, that uh, was a that was motionless and white. So, thanks, thanks for telling us to listen correct. to that. That wasn't even funny. So, I apologize, no, everybody. We didn't just, have a good song for the week. Yeah. We had we always start with a song. We had to have something. Next week, I promise it'll be better. Yeah. Um, but I told Justin, uh, "Welcome to episode 33. I've got two diet cokes and a and a payday." So I'm ready to seriously get down to business right I now. I swear to God, if I hear if I hear you eating that payday <laughs> into the microphone, I'm fucking hanging up, and we're just putting up the episode just wherever it stops. Why? Because I can't. You know, I can't stand it. There's no way anybody else can stand it. It's like Chris Blair, uh, our friend Chris. He'll call you for some reason when he's eating dinner, all the time. Does he ever do that to you? Yeah, he's done it to me a and lot. And I like of times. answer my phone. Driver's like, "Hi, right, what are you, what are you doing?" And you're just like, nothing? He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm eating dinner. Yeah, quit you're like, oh, yeah? Ugh. It's like, quit smacking your hamburger <laughs> in my ear, you fucking ass. Like, ugh. It's so off-putting and disgusting. Like, Well, I'll, I'll save the payday. With these Diet Cokes, I'm telling you, they're not going to last through the episode. And then I'm going to get a little bit hyped up on why are you right getting? Now. Why are you acting like you're getting threatening towards a Diet Coke? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell's going on? Because last week we had to start off serious, so this week we're starting off even oh, more yeah. serious. Okay, that's fine. Uh, you know, I didn't. <laughs> I did look up some of the uh, backlash for what we were talking about last week. There's a little. The internet is a fickle place, though. I was the most hated person online a week ago. Yeah, and no one gives a shit this week. Yeah, nobody cares. And the only people who misinterpreted it, what we were talking about. Was of course Jason Tate because he doesn't like us, and um, for some reason the guy from what? the guy from Silverstein decided to chime in with the article that he usually yes, writes. Yes, he about. did. Yes, he did. He writes about sports, but then decided to write about that last week. Okay, that article made no sense. It really all. didn't. I was I was reading it and like somebody I, like they kept saying <laughs> on Absolute Punk they're like this is the most even handed uh, blah blah like uh, telling of this story or like. Or take on this that anybody's had, and I read it, and I was like, not not in particular. I mean, he basically just said exactly what we were saying, only in a different way. And Yeah, but it's a lot easier just to be hateful and say something negative yeah. than positive. No, it's true. That's. I mean, I didn't want to spend any time on it this week. I just thought it was funny that like there's only no, a couple not. of people who really had much to say. But I'm, I'm glad that... Uh, I guess I didn't. At least I didn't get called a rape advocate like you did. So I guess I'm a, I'm a little bit ahead. Yeah, you did not thing. get called a rape advocate. <laughs> um. 
Oh, anyway. Which is odd. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i totally into it, so I don't know why people right, haven't correct. figured it out yet. Um, Stop with the jokes, man. Yeah, I know. I shouldn't, I shouldn't make jokes about it. Anyway, we won't so, talk about that Big anymore. Welcome to Big episode 33. Yeah. Uh, the theme this week is not much of a theme. We're going to have a normal episode. We have a lot to talk about. I do. We have JR from Less Than Jake calling in in about an hour, who is on the Warped Tour with me. He's been in Less Than Jake for a long time, played on a lot of great records, and has a lot of good stories. So he's going to be very fun to talk to. Yeah. Um, he knows everybody. Um, the other day, we were in Seattle at Warped Tour, and I'm on Less Than Jake's bus, and JR's like, hey, you want to get some food with me and my friend? And I was like, sure. It turns out it's Macklemore's tour manager. <laughs> just a dude, really cool, really cool, normal dude, just hanging out. And you know he's a cool dude because the first two times he mentioned working for Macklemore, the first time he just said, we were talking about Attila, the band, mm. and how, you know, like, you can't say faggot on stage at Warped Tour, which is obviously good and makes sense because yeah. you shouldn't be able to say it on stage. Yeah. So what Attila does is every time that they say the F word in one of their songs, he points a mic to the crowd and the whole crowd screams it, which oh, might be worse. That's really, really nice of him. Honestly. But either way, we were talking about that. So the guy talks about it. He's like, oh, yeah, the guy that I work for has like an anti-gay song, this and that. And I, I didn't have anything of it. And then even later, he mentioned it again. He was like, yeah, when I work for Ben, which I guess is Macklemore's real name. Yeah. So it was actually a cool dude. Is like he wasn't one of those dudes that wanted to make sure that I knew he worked for Macklemore. I actually ended up asking him like three hours into hanging out with him. What is- so that was cool because most people just want to brag about everything. Yeah, that's true. So after like three hours, I was like, well, who do you work for? And he was like, oh, I told him I do Macklemore. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. Awesome. Yeah, plus and I guess- it's good because it means he's not like – He's not he wasn't, just like he wasn't a, trying to get to me like, yeah, I right. work for Macklemore. Yeah. He's just a dude. He's Yeah, that's what I mean is like he doesn't know whatever because, you know, that's the whole point of like him doing what he does is that he doesn't work for anybody or whatever. No, I guess he started working for him before the heist even came out when they were nothing and then it just blew up and his job got way bigger and way cooler, obviously. Yeah, that's awesome. And way more stressful, I'm sure. He oh, seemed pretty yeah. stressed. Well, I would be too if I But did. I mean, he's, he's at this point literally working for one of the biggest artists on the planet. Yeah. I mean, I'd be stressed out, too, if I had to keep making appointments for the awful haircut that he has. Yeah, if I had to go to the thrift shop and find this. Um, I think Rock Springs is the second biggest town in Wyoming, besides Laramie, which nobody knows what that is either, unless you listen to old-school pop punk and are as old and Justin as I. Yeah, that's true. Then you know that the Lillingtons come from there, or Teenage Bottle Rocket. And they all still live there, which I actually find impressive and almost strange. Well... I think it's just for the fact that they, didn't Ray used to work on like an oil rig for a while? Yeah, he did. <clears throat> so that's probably why, but it's also probably really cheap to keep an apartment there. Uh, yeah, he told me the cost of living. And like when I tell people the cost of my house in Cincinnati, they're like, I think it's insane. Yeah. And when he told me the cost of living in Wyoming, I thought it was insane. Yeah, I don't... I, I mean, for people listening at home, I guess to put it this way, it's not like I really care about numbers. Like, I have a house that has three bedrooms, two bathrooms, a full basement, a two-car garage. It's in a normal suburban neighborhood, um, completely safe neighborhood in every possible way. Oh, look at you. Ooh. An acre backyard. No, wait, wait, you have a similar setup. What are you talking about? Oh, look at this guy with his three bedrooms and his fucking bathroom that works. <laughs> it's great. Anyways... 
but my point being um the the total price is around 1300 a month yeah with uh tax and everything which to some people is like Ooh, insane so, because ooh, somebody pays I have friends taxes. in California that have a one bedroom apartment that's the same price oh somebody pays taxes look at this guy I try not to, to man f the government <laughs> so but, what are uh, you saying in Wyoming Ray pays what just a lot less it's crazy how cheap it is to live there just cuz i mean you're in Wyoming obviously there's not there's not a city for hundreds and hundreds of miles. Right. Oh, Denver. yeah, well, I guess Denver, and then that's five hours. Yeah. Well, I, I looked up, because I knew you were in Rock Springs, I looked up their website. Um, yeah. Would you like to know what's going on in Rock Springs? You looked up the Rock Springs website? Yeah, yeah. tell me what's going on right now. Well, let's see. On, yeah, we'll um, go explore the town tonight. On, Ju- on June 3rd, these are the newest updates they have on their news. Okay. On, on June 3rd. Uh, the police chief reminded everyone of safe of how to uh, have or safely and appropriately contain their pets. Uh, hey, hold on. <laughs> the last update from Rock Springs is 27 days ago. No, no, no. That's and not. That's just the. That's the the longest, the furthest right. one back. But it's that the chief police reminded people how to safely contain their pets. Yeah, yeah. That's I'd the imagine, town I'm in right now. You know, I'd that's imagine that like there's probably a lot of coyotes and stuff out there, so it's probably why. I guess, but still, that's um, pretty hillbilly. June 17th, uh, they had a meeting to talk about the uh, phase one and two of improvements on the city's wastewater treatment plant. So that's good. Ooh. Uh, June 18th, they released their 2015 budget. So that's nice okay. of them. And Which then, is uh, $26 in a Snickers bar. Yeah, exactly. And then so. you'll, be, you'll be happy to know that on June 24th, last Tuesday, uh, they started spraying for mosquitoes. Last so, Tuesday, start spraying for mosquitoes. Yeah, so that's. Uh, I was wondering from uh, walking from the van to the hotel why I didn't get bit, and now it makes perfect sense. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice of them. Good. I mean, I can it's let nice you know what's uh, what's happening tonight. Um, oh, there's no events found on their calendar for tonight. No events so, tonight. Now tomorrow there is. There's a city council meeting, and there's a concert in the park. Oh. There's, a, there's a city council meeting. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go. Guys. I'm gonna go give my two cents. Yeah, go thank them go for uh, them. thank them for their. Sp- Spraying mosquitoes or whatever. I, I will. I absolutely will. So, um, how's uh, how's tour going? It's good. Uh, warp tour is something I've learned that you get adjusted to. Uh, the first few days, I was pretty miserable. Yeah. I think also it was just starting in Texas, the heat, no showers. Um, and I don't even mind no showers that much. Like you know, when I'm at home, I only shower like once every four days. Yeah, which is disgusting. But when you're when you're when you're playing a show and in like the 114 degrees Texas heat, it's a completely different story. Yeah, but I mean, in my estimation, it's just as disgusting. So, <laughs> but uh, I finally just took my first shower in like a week at this hotel, and I feel incredible. I I literally feel like a new person. Wait, I feel like I... I was just born out of a womb. Why did you t- Except not because I guess you're kind of dirty then. Why did you take a shower? Why did it take you a week to take a shower? You were in, like, civilization. You were in Seattle and stuff. Because you- here's the thing. Warp Tour depends on where you are. Sometimes you might be, like, at a stadium or a parking lot. You can go use, like, for instance, we were in San Antonio. We actually got to use, like, the Spurs locker room, which is kind of cool in itself anyways, and use those showers. Yeah. And then sometimes they just have, like, a, a shuttle that comes around. And it's like a shower shuttle, and usually those I'm just too lazy to bother with, so it's kind of my own fault, but it just depends yeah, on the day. It's not kind of. This is absolutely all your fault. There's no <laughs> so, anything else. There's nothing else. 
but I, I'm very clean now. I feel great. And, uh, it's been cool. Every single day of Warp Tour, people have been coming up and talking to me about Big Snackers. That's good, yeah. So if you're listening to this, please don't hesitate to come up and talk to me about it and offer ideas. It's cool because people give suggestions, and uh, I've gotten a few ideas for guests, and people are just talking about how literally a lot of people just say that it gets them through uh, every Tuesday at work because we put it up every Monday night, and that's like the coolest compliment. So thank you so much for all of you people listening. Yeah, that's awesome. We're going to keep on getting better and better. I actually have some ideas uh, in the upcoming months and mm-hmm. some ways to raise our profile, get some better guests, and uh, get everything better. So we'll talk about that at a different time because it's not something we talk about on air because we have some serious stuff to get to here. Um, like what? Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> really. But, no, I, how was your week? Uh, what did you do? Uh, it was good. I went, I had a show at May Day on Saturday, so that was fun. There's people. Was that, the, was that the show with the out-of-town comedians as well? Yeah. Yeah, there's some... I've actually had a lot of people on Warp Tour ask me about you because they think you're funny, which is obvious because I tell them that you're a stand-up comedian, and then they ask where I can check your stuff. Do you have a place online where you have any of your stuff that you can tell people? Because I get asked on Warp Tour a few times, like, Oh, does Justin have a stand-up stuff anywhere? And I don't really have an answer. I have, like, one, like, I I don't really, I mean, like, there's clips of me and stuff out there. I just don't, I don't really have you anything You should make, collected. like, a Tumblr or something with all your YouTube videos and, like, ideas and stuff. Well, I mean, I have, like, that, my YouTube channel is just YouTube slash the schnoo, which is T-H-E-S-C-H-N-O-O, but uh, that has, like, a couple things on it, and then it also has... Um, a couple of videos I made in the past, uh, Octopus Beer Bong being one of them. Oh, that's a great video. Octopus uh, Beer Bong is something that Justin and I found years ago that you should all see. It's at a frat party. I think it's part of a pornographic movie. Yeah, it was. It was part of a, and a porn video. And it's these eight guys that took um, a huge water cooler and long tubes and made eight beer bongs out of one. Yeah. And there's all these naked girls drinking out of it. And that's not really the interesting part. Is that all of a sudden it just flashes over to these eight guys who are in this bong to this creepy midget just in the back. Yeah, just staring. staring. Like the creepiest thing. Oh. With the most murderous look in his eyes that you've ever seen. It is real disconcerting. <laughs> it is very disheartening, and everyone should go watch that. Yeah, so just, YouTube, please, yeah. Octopus Beer Bong yeah, right go, now as you're listening to this <laughs> go my Or just go to my channel. It's on there. You can yeah. find it. You can also find some very old videos of me and Ryan uh, talking about things oh that's true Cap- lieutenant captain ballickers on there oh I think. yeah he is that's right he is yeah uh, and uh hammer time yeah hammer time's on there there's some good there's some, some good, good things videos on there. on there yeah we got some we got some good stuff going on there but yeah i had uh it was fun the show was really fun there was people there that listened to the podcast that was nice they came up and said hi that's awesome uh, I apologize for my uh, inebriated state. I hadn't eaten since noon, and then I didn't eat during the show, so probably a lot of what were I was you, doing on stage didn't make a lot of sense to anybody. But were you were you drunk when you performed? Uh, I wasn't drunk. Like, I don't. You were the level next to being drunk. Yeah, I was like, I, I was, I had, I the show started late, uh, right? Which I did. I wasn't anticipating. I would have been fine had the show not started late. But so it's not your fault already. There you go. Yeah, I mean it's my. It's totally. I mean yeah. No, totally no, my it's fault. not your fault. It started late. <laughs> it's totally. You gotta not to blame fault, other but... people for your situations. Oh uh, yeah, that's fine. I'll blame it on the headliners, uh, Ariel yeah. Elias and Molly Rubin Long, because they had a flat tire and didn't get there well, until late. Well, they're so. they're racist, obviously. Yeah. 
Yeah, actually, but people should look them up. They're actually really funny, and they're probably coming to a town near you sometime soon. So, um, but yeah, I, it was really fun though. I had a really good time. It's just, uh, you yeah. know, but um, yeah. So some people showed up and they listened to podcasts. There was also a bunch of old people there for some reason, like super old people, like grandma, like type people, like probably it's weird, in their but that's kind of cool. Late sixties and early seventies is very strange, but. Yeah. Nice of them to show up anyway. That's uh, definitely cool. Don't know if any of the stuff that we were saying made any sense to them or that they thought it was funny at all, but... <laughs> that doesn't always matter. Yeah. yeah. They like to come out and wear wear clothes that look kind of like curtains and hang out, you know? So, like Macklemore. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. Okay. Macklemore is basically just a grandma, like, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> well, I was... On, yeah, Warp Tour has been... It's been cool. It's gotten better, and... um Become friends with Ben said JR is going to be on today. Next Monday, Ryan, who plays drums and fall in reverse, is going to be on, who will be very interesting because he's actually, like I said, he's been in from the eyeliners to a bunch of random bands on Epitaph. So he's uh, he has a lot of stories. He's been around forever. He's our age and grew up in the punk rock scene. What's he look like? And now he's in one of the biggest bands that there are that's also a bad band. So it'll be fun to talk to him. Yeah, what's he look like? Uh, he is actually pretty cute. You should okay. put a picture of him up on the blog mm-hmm. since you're asking what he looks like. He's, mm-hmm. he's a good-looking guy. Mm-hmm. Here, I'll text you a picture of him right now so you can t- tell me on the air what you think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, no, you sound way too intrusive right now. <laughs> <laughs> His last name is Seaman. It's uh, Ryan oh. Seaman. So oh, if you want to get really oh, cheap jokes in there. Does he know any anything about Ghoul's Department Store? <laughs> Why don't you tell people that story? Uh, why don't you, since you're the one who thought it was the funniest thing you've ever funny. said. Okay, listen, uh, my old band, Justin and I were traveling, and we were going to Athens, Ohio. It was about a three-hour drive. Keep in mind, I had a fever that was like 103. There's actually a mixtape song about this night. Yeah. And I literally was sick as shit. So I shouldn't have gone, but I don't like to cancel shows. Carmen in the bedroom. and Yes, I, I slept in the bedroom with Carmen, and we put together a puzzle. No. I, that's all that happened yeah you put together a puzzle that's right yes we put together a puzzle uh-huh. that's what happened Man, you really fit it together yeah no, okay first of all i don't need your metaphors <laughs> i don't need yours i don't need you in this years-long no cover-up that you've had going on there's why would i have a cover-up this is eight years ago because you still deny what happened and we all know it nothing happened Ugh. whatever we put together a puzzle at 6 30 in the morning because she is weird yeah what do you think ever happened to her? I don't know. You don't talk to her anymore? But she's not but she's married to like a guy that's Japanese and speaks no English. That's what I picture. She's either married to that Like I don't know. Like a guy I don't like know why. That. That's just what I think. She's either married to like a guy like that or she's just married to like the most boring person on the planet. Yeah. It could go either way. You know what I mean? Cuz she is weird. But Do you like, remember her ex-boyfriend when he tried to confront me? No, I don't think so. I might. Was, I mean, you have to remind me, but I don't really he was really quiet, and he uh, he was like a skateboard guy, and he came up to me at Tri-County Mall when I worked there, and he came up to me, and he was just like, it was real weird, and he was just like, hey, man, and I was like, hey, he's like, I heard you hung out with Carmen. I was like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, did anything happen? And I was like, no, well, why? And he's just like, I'm just wondering, man, like, I'm just wondering, and like, he stared at me for a few minutes, and he walked away. That was literally it. I want to start doing that to people just going up and be like... the weirdest thing in like, the entire world. Just going, hey, man. Hey, man. I saw you, wa- I saw you walking around by that person that I know. <laughs> you, did anything happen? What are you talking about? 
just don't be walking around with people I know. <laughs> I don't like just strangers <laughs> who are just walking crowds. Threatening them like yeah. vaguely. Um, but like with no real threat necessarily, just like being really jealous yeah. over things that are really dumb. <laughs> exactly. Hey, hey, man. Uh, were you just? Did you go to my friend's party the other night? Uh, yeah, you were there too. I saw you there. Yeah, damn right you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> um, but well, that sounds I mean, actually some... like a neighbor that I used to have. Oh yeah, it definitely does. Uh. But well, there's some backstory that Carmen was a girl who went to Athens, went to OU, Ohio University in Athens. Yeah, and we went there because your old band Black Tie Bombers was playing there. Uh, for some reason, you like, got what, that like, show. I don't even know why you were playing in like their like. It was in the middle of the winter. Union or something storm. like that, I think. At a student union yeah. in Athens, it was the middle of winter. I literally had 103 or four degrees temperature. Like I was oh, sick. Yeah. It was fucking ridiculous. I and, felt really bad. And everyone was like, we should probably not play this show. And I remember for some reason, I was like, fuck it, let's just go play it. Which, like, now I would be like, yeah, let me lay in bed. Yeah. But, but like, we put, like, 13 people in a van. Yeah. Well, we were in separate cars because I came with, like, our friend Sabrina and, like, some other people. What about that teenage witch, Sabrina? <coughs> that's not That's not a real thing. Oh, okay. Um... um but we we went there because we were we just go. decided like since we had this show all of our friends should just come yeah. and we should just have everyone come to the show because it just sounded more fun that way. Which she didn't know about. And she had like this. I mean, she had a decent sized apartment. It was three yeah. bedrooms, but we, both the other we bedrooms. We didn't tell were, her. Yeah. yeah, she had a three bedroom apartment. And about fourteen of us showed up. Yeah, there were bed. There's bedrooms. The other <laughs> bedrooms though were occupied by her roommates who right. didn't know we were going to be there. Uh, and we and also didn't know that half of us would be really drunk. And they didn't know that we had Ryan Wickham with us, and that right there is a force to be reckoned with into oh. itself. Yeah, so we're hanging out in Athens, and you guys played, and that was fine. And then at like, we went back there, and then you locked yourself in your room with Carmen for whatever reason. So me and Ryan and Josh didn't have anything to do, so we left, and we went driving around, which was stupid. And we ended up like out in the middle of Athens, like looking for something to eat at like three in the morning. And we pulled up to this, like uh, one road and the stop sign. And there was just a guy standing on the side of the road, <laughs> taking pictures of streetlights, like right underneath of them. And we were like, Hey man, is there anywhere like that we can eat around here? And he comes over and he's just this Russian guy. And he's like, what, what do you say to me? And then we're like, yeah, is there anything like to eat? And he's like, He's like he like points and he's like go down there around the corner whatever and then all of a sudden he starts trying to get in the car with us like <laughs> just out of nowhere just tries to get in the car and we're like uh and like we just speed off because like we didn't know what he was doing like he didn't before ask. I forget because of similar people this reminds me of two other things real quick yeah a it reminds me of the time that pre World of Warcraft there was a game called Ultima Online which was the first real. MMO, massive multiplayer online game we all used to play. Yeah. And Justin and Nathan and same Ryan that we're talking about went and met a guy off this game, this crazy Russian guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. And all I remember from him is that he got mad. You know, not actually mad, but what was his phrase? Like, what? You don't like coffee drink? Oh, that was, no. We were meeting up with this dude who was. Wasn't his name White Devil? Well, the, that guy's name, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh. His name's his name on Ultima was White Devil. He was just a normal guy, Scott. 
Like, well, he's yeah. normal by any fucking means. He was like a, I mean, we found right. out like later he's like a white supremacist and stuff. Yeah, not normal, but, but like we went to meet him down at Gen Con in Indianapolis, and uh, ended up he brought his friend who called himself Demon, whose name was actually <laughs> Dimitri, but everybody just called him Demon. This is what he told us. He was like. In Russia, everyone called me demon because I scare them at the computer club. <laughs> and he, like, literally went in the bathroom, and Nathan walked by the bathroom, and he jumped out and went, Ah, oh, I scare you! Like, it's like, if that's what you're doing to scare people, that's pretty sad that they would be scared that's of like, that. That's, like, reminds me of the Count in Sesame Street. Yeah, it's seriously... And then, yeah, so this guy... um, Long story short, like, for some reason, the guy that we went to meet knew Russian also, and, like, they would talk to each other in Russian, and, like, all this, like, weird shit would go on. But for some reason, like, they never seemed like they were threatening to us, but they seemed like if anybody fucked with us, they would have stabbed them, like, almost right. immediately without even asking questions. So right. we were just, like, hanging out with them and stuff, and, uh, like, the next morning when we, we got up to, like, go over to Gen Con, like, they were sitting around, and, like, they were going to eat breakfast or whatever, and the guy pulls out, the Russian guy, Demon, pulls out a loaf of bread and <laughs> this fucking, like, tiny can that looks like it's from, like, the 1970s. Like the, it might have the, been. The way it was, like, you know, because, like, uh, the way, like, the graphics were on the thing, it looked like, yeah. like I don't know, like a war ration or something from, like, uh, World War Two or something. So he's, well, like... first of all, you're talking about a Russian guy that tells you to call him Demon. Yeah, true. So it probably is, but... He's like eating bread and he's drinking this drink and we're like, what is it? Cause it's like really weird looking. It's like this really thick, like you remember when they used to sell a Hershey's syrup in those cans, like metal cans and you had like puncture them or whatever to get it out. Yes. Yes. It was like that thick. It was like thick as Hershey's oh, syrup God. and he's drinking it and like he's, and we're like, what is that? It looks so gross. And he's like, what, you never have coffee drink? And, like, and it really did, like, he set it down after he's done drinking it, and, like, it really did just say coffee drink on it. It was just, like, a, a like just a, a white can just said coffee drink. And then you looked at it, if you looked Hold at on, it. I'm Googling that right now. What was weird is if you looked, I looked at the can, it had instructions on it. You weren't supposed to just drink it. You were supposed to, like, <laughs> empty it out into water and heat it up like coffee would be. But he's just drinking it straight out of the thing, eating pieces of bread. <laughs> Oh, I've never met a fucking weirder dude. And then later on, like a couple years later, he got arrested for, uh, he got arrested. Actually, he didn't, he didn't get arrested the first time for what he should have gotten arrested for, which is he, uh, got out at a stoplight out of his car. There was a cop car behind him. He got out at the stoplight, told the cop to get out of the car and punched the cop in the face. And then he I drove off. That. He did punch yeah. a cop in the face. He punched face. a cop in the face and knocked him down a hill and just drove yeah. off and didn't get arrested for that somehow. <laughs> but then, like, like six months later, he got arrested because he, he had some girl at his house that was, like, 16, and he shoved a roller in her vagina. <laughs> and, like, and then... So he got arrested and deported for that. And I remember, like, so I talked to Scott, and he was, like, really sad because he got deported. And I was like... Why he like molested? He raped a six yeah, like what the hell? The why, why would you be upset about that? But then again, Scott's also the person who then like about five months later told us like he got in a fight with an Arab guy because of nine eleven. Even though it was like yeah. five years after nine eleven, and also 
what does that have to do with anything? Like, he just started beating up on the guy, and I was like, well, oh, I guess... Oh, buddy, 911, big boy like you, they'll strap an oh, AR right to you, no, put stop. you right on the front lines. <sighs> I don't want to talk what? about that guy. Why not? Why aren't we talking about him? No. Because he's the Let's, worst. I, can we talk about him for one second? Is uh, Justin and I used to go... Uh, I don't know why. There was this guy named Jeremy that lived in Fairfield, a suburb by our house. I'll give you... Uh, Jeremy was the guy that everyone knew and went to his apartment sometimes, but no one liked him. He was the type, he was the type of guy who he kept a crossbow a on top of his refrigerator and also later became a carny, so that should give you some... And he's not a good person. No, not in the least. Maybe he is now. It's been like 10 years. Probably not. Yeah, it's... I been... have no idea. I don't, I'd be surprised if he was alive. But he lived in this like apartment complex with these two guys. And we would go there sometimes because they would have parties. And Justin and I didn't really even party, but they were just so entertaining. You had to go. Oh, yeah. He had a neighbor named Project Pat who was like this white guy who I don't know how to do this without sounding insensitive. What do you think was wrong with Project Pat? There was something wrong with him. Um... I feel like he had like some. But see, kind I don't of... know if he had Down syndrome as much as he just did so many drugs that he was. That's fucked. what I think it was. I think it was a burnout, I think... and I think he probably at some point had a stroke and didn't know it. He literally woke up and smoked weed till he went to bed, which is one thing. Yeah. But on top of that, he did like acid and everything else daily. Yeah. Oh yeah, he to was the just, point he where he could barely talk. Yeah. And I remember the first time we met him. Do you remember? Uh, he's just. <laughs> I can't. I can't tell the story without laughing. I'm gonna try my best. Jeremy, the guy who lived in the apartment, introduced him to me and Justin. He goes, hey, this is Project Pat. And he goes, I got a slide. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> you remember that? And we were like, what? He's like, in my apartment, I got a slide. Yeah. And, and it we was like, like, what What are you con- talking about? Congratulations. And then do you remember that all he did was like lay a slip and slide down the steps yeah. of his apartment? Yeah, I do. Yeah, that's not a slide. <laughs> that's it's, a slide. Uh, Cause like if you go down that you're that's you know what that's what happened to him he went down that and slammed his, his fucking head on yeah the and then so there was a guy who walked up to us one time we pulled up leaned his head in the window and hit, went hey man my name's lizard man everybody calls me lizard man you can call me lizard man some guy behind him heard him saying that and just went hey Dave and then the guy was like oh hey man what's up <laughs> yeah no like we were sitting there like first of all no one calls you yeah. lizard man he was like I don't know why you're trying to get us to call you lizard man because he was like that dude I don't believe he, you he was like the dude who's like trying to give himself a nickname yeah like and you like, don't give yourself a nickname yeah they're earned he was like because he thought we were like he's like oh there's new people I can like convince them and then right. they'll become a thing and it's like and it's like everybody else already knows, like, nobody calls you that. Lizard yeah, and he man. literally said call- it that fast to Justin. He goes, hey, what's up, man? My name's Lizard Man. Everybody calls me Lizard Man. You call me Lizard Man. Yeah, and, and his friend literally right away is like, hey, Dave. Dave. You see his heart sink. Like, oh, hey. Hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh. My name's Dave. And we're like, oh, really? Because I thought your name was Lizard Man. <laughs> so that's a surprise. Uh, anyway, so back to what we were talking about originally that brought us to this is when we were in Athens – we left after Ryan did whatever he did with Carmen, which was not put a puzzle together. Yeah, it is exactly. Uh, that's exactly what it was. Unless that's the a euphemism. We're going to get her on here one day, and we're going to solve it. That's fine. I mean, it is a euphemism for whatever you guys did, but... Uh, whatever. So we were going home, and we ended up stopping in this town called Seaman, Ohio, um, where... Go ahead. Tell them. <laughs> where I made the best joke possibly ever. Um, there was a department store, and it was called Ghoul's Department Store, spelled just like Ghoul, like Halloween. Yeah. So I said, 
Welcome to Ghoul's Department Store. Enter if you dare. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man, that's a oh, good joke. I could have, like, broken your knees and left you in that town <laughs> after that. Please don't ever. Because oh. I will also tell you, we went to a thrift shop in that town. Yeah, Macklemore was there. And we and... found a, a VHS that had been dubbed over, obviously. Yeah. And someone had handwritten in the title, and it was just called I Shoot a Matthews. Yeah. You know what? I'm not even going to reveal what was on in this episode. You're going to have to wait till next yeah. week. I shoot a Matthews. Just keep I in shoot mind that Matthews was the name of it. Ponder uh, that for a little while. Write in with think your best guess. Yeah. yeah. Write in and tell us what you think was on the VHS. Handwritten in a Sharpie, I shoot a Matthews. Oh. oh. It's still at my mom's house right now. I've watched it quite a few times. I know what I forgot about. What? Um, about that exact same moment in time when you made the ghouls department store thing. You also then... About two minutes later, almost pissed yourself laughing at the dumbest thing I think you've ever said, and you still bring up to this day. What? You don't remember? No. Has to do with French fries. Oh, you better eat them. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, seriously. We went past a place that advertised that had a bucket of fries. Ryan then decided that meant that if you didn't eat the bucket of fries, you didn't eat the whole bucket, that they would kill you. I think. And then you started laughing super hard at the fact that you had said that. And I still don't it know why. It was so funny. It is not. What is that even? It's not funny. It's very funny. Better eat that bucket of fries or I'm going to kill you. You're dead, man. Uh, you're dead, man. <laughs> dead, bro. Um. Uh, anyway, I did get your picture of, uh, what is his name? Dan Seaman? Cute guy, isn't he? Ryan Seaman. Ryan, Ryan Seaman? Yeah, he's pretty attractive dude he's pretty good looking i like him to be honest. yeah is he which one is he he's the one in the middle okay i like all of them well one's me i know don't worry about it oh uh, okay well i'm not worried about it but i don't really like the tone why because it's a little weird what's weird okay all right fine why don't we just talk about what when you called me about uh, an hour ago I didn't call you an hour ago. I was busy showering and getting ready for the podcast. No, you were ago. not. You and were calling me. Right you were calling me and telling me about how you uh, lured a boy into a travel lodge and started telling me about how you get ten dollars off if you have AAA. First of all, that is ridiculous. No, it's not. It's really weird. Completely ridiculous. That didn't happen. I, Why would I call you and say that? It doesn't even make sense. I don't know why you would do that. Why do you do any of the things that you do? What do you mean? Why did you text me last night telling me that I was I was salty flavor? <laughs> Excuse me? Why are you were texting me last night? Hold on. I'm going to look it up real quick. You don't need to look it up. Yeah, I do. Why well, no, no, you're you're saying excuse me. <laughs> well, no, but I just I'm saying whatever you're saying is slander. This is false. You're making it up right now. I'm not making it up. It's right here. You asked me. Hold on. I just spilled my Diet Coke. I do go grab a napkin real quick. What? No. No. Yeah, you can go ahead and start talking your lies. You wrote me and said, they got dudes with Sid bubbles up in here, dog. And I said, um, then you said, you the flavor changer? <laughs> and I said, I think you have the wrong person. And you said, nah, you was vanilla. Then you was that salty lick. And I said, no. And you said, you that salt lick gangsta, I seen you on the block every feist. And I said, okay. I, ain't, I haven't ever been on the block. Then you said, 
we partying tomorrow? Yeah, you have, you old salt-licking teabagging old head. Okay. First of all, that doesn't even make sense. Why would I have said any of that? I don't know why. Second of all, why are you a salt-licking teabagging old head? I'm not. I don't even know what that means. How can I, I be something if I don't know what it is? Well, I didn't say that, so I didn't tweet any. I didn't, I mean, I didn't text any of that to you. But I literally just read what you sent me. Well, obviously, there's a lot of people at Warped Tour. I must have been backstage. Someone picked up my phone and texted you that. I don't know. There's well, no other option. I think so. I think I think there is. I think that's exactly what happened. I don't know. I don't think that anybody at Warped Tour or anybody picked up your phone. Because first of all, no, they didn't. You're not, you're one of those people who never put your phone down anywhere somebody could get it. Well, no, when I'm on stage, I put on my amp. So maybe somebody watching backstage, one of the other band members did it. Walked out onto stage while you no, were... No, no, no. Because there's people, you know, like if, if you're watching your friend's band at Warp Tour, you stand on the stage kind of behind everything and just watch them on stage. Yeah, but your amp's out there. But I'm in front of it, so also, people behind... Also, Warp Tour was not going on at midnight last night. Well, we're in different time zones. It wasn't, it doesn't matter. It wasn't going on when you text me. Listen, okay. I'm tired of this. Let's just move on to today's. Let's, you know, I didn't text you, okay? That wasn't me. Yes, it was. And wait a minute. Let's see what you texted me. What? I don't know. Hold on. I didn't text you anything. I don't believe that's probably true, but. I mean, I could go through what you text me today. I'm going to play grabby like queer can. <laughs> well, okay. You Let's said, go I back said, in the context. I said, hold on. I said, what? You made a winky face. I said, no. You said, yeah, yep. Yeah, let's I go. I said, no again. And you said, yes, you little fuck finger. <laughs> Let's go back a little further than that. Okay. okay. What? Uh, I mean, there were some things said earlier today. You said, that's right, you little pussy mouth. Yeah. And then what did you say? You said, today on air, I'm going to make your mouth wet, <laughs> wet, you little dingling sling dick. Okay, and I said, I you aren't that. even here. You said, I'm going to tackle you like a college football superhero, except we're in the dorm room and dinner isn't for another hour. And then I asked you if it was Jay Maximum from World Heroes. Which what? no one gets. No, no okay. one will ever. <laughs> and you said no. And then, yeah, of course I said, I'm going to play grabby like queer camp. Okay. There's a number of things about this I find disheartening. Why? I don't I'm even not know what... fuck finger, first of all. Okay, but you could be. No, I'm not, though, so that's fine. Well, it's okay. That... That's like saying that you have your job, but you could be a fireman. Yeah, you could, but you're not. Right. That's like co-ed naked firefighters. You know what I'm saying? Oh, fine, man, I'm you ever leave seen... wet. You ever seen that big Johnson one? <laughs> oh, man, that's so good. <laughs> I, you know they still sell those shirts, right? Like, no, they make they new ones, right? Yeah. They do. Look it up. Um, I do have a really good story. I want to tell that this is going to make some people mad, and I don't care. Um, no, don't this do was... this again. I don't want to be public enemy on the internet again. No, this is nowhere near. This is just a funny story with our friend Dusty. Um, so we uh, we were at... I wasn't even there, actually. You weren't even there. Um, it was a joke, and I was like 16, okay? So literally 14 years ago, whatever. I wouldn't do it now. But at the flea market buyer house, they had Ku Klux Klan shirts. And Dusty was going, and I was like, hey, buy me one of those, just because I was being like goofy, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
And Dusty was like, he knew I was kidding, but just like to fuck with me, he was really going to buy me one. Yeah. Just like give it to me and see what I was going to possibly do with it. Like, because I obviously would have to throw it away. Yeah. Because I don't want a Ku Klux Klan shirt. <laughs> no, nobody does. Right. So, well, I mean, well, there's some, some people, people do, do yeah. A lot of people actually at that flea market in particular do. Oh, absolutely. Do. It's called Trader's World uh, in Cincinnati, and I'll tell you that. We could spend an entire episode on Trader's World, which we should do one day. Yes, we should. We could literally spend an entire episode. But uh, we, I'll at least tell the big squirrel story at some point. But So Dusty goes to buy me one just to fuck with me because, like, obviously I was joking. He was like, all right, fine. I'm really going to buy Ryan a KKK shirt, like, and he's going to unexpect it. So out of a movie, this is the best. He goes up to the guy real discreetly. Because it's a guy, you know, that sells a bunch of stuff. He has, like, yeah. hookahs, like, normal, stupid, like, co-ed naked shirts, like, whatever's popular. And then he has, like, a row of these, like, horribly racist shirts. So Dusty's like, yeah, I'll just take this one in extra large. The guy's like, are you sure? And the guy's like, Dusty's like, yeah. So the guy holds it up in front of everybody. And he's like, well, how big is he? Because I got double X2 <laughs> and large, and they fit kind of weird. And he's holding it up, like, for everyone to see walking past him. And Dusty just, like, buries his head in his hands. And the guy literally goes like, well, is he a big boy? Because he's fit a little small, and I got double X in the back, too. And Dusty's like, no, no, that one's fine. That one's fine. Don't worry about it. Oh and that's still God. one of my favorite stories. It's the greatest. It's seriously something of like a Seinfeld or Curb Your Enthusiasm episode. Oh, that's so good. Like, totally. But it's it so great because it's so, my favorite part is like, you said that to him as a joke, and then he got the short end of the shit stick on it because he, he did, went there. because he tried to get me back by getting me yeah. the shirt, and he just got to see a bunch of people think that he was buying a horribly racist t-shirt. Uh, <sighs> so, that's a that's a good story. Right yeah, there, and I'll tell you that much. That's funny. I don't care who you are. <sighs> what? Anyway, moving on. You want to do uh, mail? Yeah, we should do some questions. I have a few as well, and I have a couple for JR, and I'll be calling in about 15 minutes. So, yeah, we should get to some questions, definitely. All right. Uh, here's Davey on Tumblr said. Uh, hey, Davey. <laughs> hey there, Davey. Ugh. <sighs> See, hey, see, nobody knows this. Nobody would know this because the people who listen to this don't know you personally. But yeah. Ryan does that that voice all the fucking time. No, I don't. Yes, you do. You call no, me and do You've done it to me for like half an hour straight one time. <laughs> no, I don't think that's true. Yes, you have. And you Usually know. Usually I actually just call you and say stuff like, hello there, bubbly. Yeah, that's true. You do that, which isn't as bad. But um, Davey says... Justin, I feel your pain. I spent way too much uh, money on the Steam sale. If I may make a recommendation or two, BattleBlock Theater, 2D puzzle platform made by the Behemoth, the com- company that made Castle Crashers. Also recommended is Shadowrun Returns, Steampunk RPG, plays like Classic Fallout and XCOM. Good stuff. Now a question. Do you guys play Civilization? Civ Five has eaten too much of my life, a constant time sink that I consistently go back to. Have a good week. Fuck absolute punk. <laughs> uh, and then he hashtagged LGFG, of course. Yeah, looking good, feeling good, my friends. Um, uh, Battleblock Theater's awesome. I'm yeah, a big fan. I don't know about yeah. you. I love it. Uh, it's a great... I love the Behemoth in general. I think that their games are wonderful. So Agreed. I have not played the new Shadowrun, but I love the old ones. 
It's fun. It's it's it cool? way in depth though. Like it's really? super. Yeah, it's just it's a lot more like the actual pen and paper RPG. So right, there's right. a lot to it, but it's fun. I mean, it's worth the money. You know, it's not that uh, expensive. But as for Civilization, I don't play them, and it's not because I don't think they're really good games. Yeah, it's because the exact reason you just wrote in, Davey, is yeah. because that if I sit down and play Civilization, I will not stop playing Civilization. Right. Exactly. I just can't. It's it's. Uh, what other game do we talk about? It's like Dark Souls. Like Dark Souls is a great game. I don't have anything bad to say about it. I would give it a good review. Yeah. I can't just sit down and play it. I don't. I can't. I can't do it. And that's not to dog the game at all. No. Yeah. I mean. It... I think Civ Five, Civilization Five, is an awesomely made video game. Great graphics, like great structures of the gameplay. I, I I'll just sit there. Like I'll start at eight p.m. And it'll be 8 a.m. before I know it. Right. Exactly. It's horrible. I just can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> it happens with a lot of just, I mean, I mean a lot of like. Simulation games. Yeah, especially. simulation games. Yeah. Like um, like StarCraft and shit like that. I used to yeah. play. I mean, I'll just sit there and play those games forever. I can play StarCraft for like literally if I didn't have to eat, I would be one of those people that died playing StarCraft because I would play for 55 straight hours. Yeah, Red Alert, fucking Command Conquer. Like, oh, my gosh. Justin and so I and our friend Nathan, all our friends, we used to get on Red Alert 2 back in the dial-up days, and we would, like, play over modem. So, I mean, like, you're watching your tank move across the field block by oh, block because you're on yeah. dial-up modem. Horrible. And, I mean, you would literally, it would take 30 or 45 minutes to get the other team's base to have one battle. Yeah. And we would do that from 8 p.m. to, like, noon the next day. Yeah, we would. It was horrible. <laughs> like, this is no joke. Like, <laughs> we would not stop playing. <laughs> and I remember we used to play Ultima, and we finally started getting high-speed internet, except for our friend Joe Heimball. Yeah, who would not. Who? <laughs> and he would, like, you would see him running in Ultima Online, like, one arm, leg at a time. Like, yeah, running. and we would, like, go do like, something and tell him to meet us somewhere, and then we'd go, and it would be, like, two hours later, we'd be running back because we didn't know where he was, and he was still running there. Yeah. <laughs> and his name was Big Sexy. Oh, yeah, it was the best. I miss that guy. I don't know what happened to him. I'm sure he's still around. I know he's married and has some kids. I think he's living a good life. I just wish I saw him every once in a while. Why don't you get a hold of him? It's not that hard. You have the internet. I do. You're on it right now. I am? Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> I have the whole world at my fingertips. Oh, yeah, you do. So, uh, I just got a phone call and a voicemail that okay. I just listened to. So, Ryan Wickham apparently was, use- <laughs> was using my phone number to give to people who like bill collectors and stuff. Okay, that's good. <laughs> so a law firm just called me to tell me that they were serving a 10-day legal notice to him. And I was just like, it's like, well, that's nice. I'm not him, and I don't I, I don't really see him all that often. So I guess he's, you know, going to get a legal notice of some sort. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh, well. All right. Uh, um, let's see. Ano- another anonymous wrote, you, Will you people stop writing it anonymously? Well, this guy wrote, you know where to find baby Huey. No, no, not this again. I know, I don't know. He just said that, so uh, no, we don't. Please write no, in and tell us where. I don't know where to find this big fucking duck that wears a diaper that talks like this. Well, I know where to find a couple of those. But... Oh, where? Enlighten me. Mm, there's a couple of conventions you can go to. First of all, you're probably right. 
Some would say those conventions defy conventions. <laughs> I don't like that someone keeps on writing in every week and talking about baby Hugh. No, me neither. And then what is this? No, what is this one? Um, another anonymous person wrote, Ryan, may I? Winston. <laughs> oh, I know who that is. And let me tell you about that. That is Dustin that was in a band called Dead Serious with me. Oh, okay. Uh, one time we went to Chicago to go to a show. I don't remember what show. And on the way back, we went to Denny's. And we had this waiter named Vincent. And Vincent looked like Ving Rhames. <laughs> he was the most biggest, bald, muscular black guy. And he was our waiter. And he didn't ask you questions so much as a waiter as he told you. <laughs> Like, he would come up, she would be like, okay, like, you had, like, a plate that might have been done. Yeah. And he literally, the dude's supposed to be like, may I? And before you even answer, would grab it and walk away Oh, my it. God. That's so awesome. <laughs> like, and he was terrifying. And Dustin was like, I didn't want onions on these, but I think I'm afraid to tell him. And I was like, you better not tell him. Don't like, he's ever. just going to kill you. Yeah. I was like, don't tell him. And he didn't tell him because he was afraid to. And that was uh, Vincent. Vincent. So we just kept on, like, in our minds, like, making up stories of him just answering himself. Like, <laughs> may I get this? Yes, I can. <laughs> like, and just answering himself every time he come to your table. Yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah, that was that was a good one. That was definitely a good one. Um, hey, hey, Ryan, whatever happened to all those Oreo, Oreos you bought, Peter? I'll tell you what happened to all those Oreos I bought. Amazon screwed me over on them, so I have to wait for them. They'll probably be at my house by the time I get home from tour. How did they so Amazon... we'll talk about them then. And then Justin can be excited to try all these new I'm flavors of Oreos. I'm trying them, so it doesn't matter. But You how... are going to try them. We're trying them together. No. How did they screw you over? It was my own fault. I just messed well, up Well, then why order. did you say that they screwed you over? Because I told you it's easier to blame someone else. <sighs> I blame Amazon. So listen, you're trying the Oreos with me. No. We're trying watermelon? No, absolutely fucking not. We are trying candy corn? No, we're not trying that. Hold on. Hold on. Let me look up the list. Why did you order the worst flavors? I didn't order the worst flavors. I ordered a lot of flavors. Oh, my God. You're such Hold a on. We're trying all of them. We're going to re review them. And you need to stop being so narrow-minded about your fucking Oreos. I'm not being narrow-minded about yes, them. Yes, you are being narrow-minded. No, I'm not. We got blueberry ice cream Oreo coming. That's bullshit. Orange ice cream Oreo. That's not horse shit. That sounds delicious. Well, I said it was bullshit if you'd listen to me once in a while. Oreo DQ Blizzard Cream Oreo. Oh, you fucking... Ugh. Cool Mint Cream Oreo. Yeah, well, that one's not coming Justin, in. Justin, you're literally a dumbass. Why? Why? Because these all sound delicious. No, they don't. <sighs> okay, now here's the gross ones. Green tea Oreo, that's gross as fuck. I didn't order that. Organic Oreo, well, I don't know what that means. You might as well order all of them because they're all going to be fucking horrible. So. Oreo cookies with red cream, that's just a normal Oreo. Never mind. What's the point of uh, that? I don't know. Gingerbread Oreo cookies, that's gross. That's stupid. Uh... Ice cream rainbow sure Bert, but it's ice cream rainbow sure comma Bert with an exclamation point. Is that for like Bert from the from Sesame Street? I think so. Uh, banana split Oreo could be okay. Uh, white chocolate fudge covered Oreo that would be good. You can't hate on that. No, that's fine. But uh, as for your answer, sir, writing in the question. 
they should be at my house when I get home, and we will have the great Oreo eat-off at Justin's house, and we will rank each one, even though Justin's going to give everyone like a 1 out of 10 before he even tries it, so it doesn't I'm matter. I'm not going to eat any of them. You are going to eat them. No. A watermelon or Oreo has no fucking place on this planet. It's a sin against God and man alike. You don't... Do you not even like, like... Okay, do you like the golden Oreos? I like... No, I'm saying water, watermelon Oreo. As soon as you lead off with that one, it's like... Watermelon Oreo is disgusting. I agree. Yeah, There's no need like, for that. It makes zero sense. I'll still try it. I don't think it's going to be good. No. I mean, the blueberry ice cream one, whatever. I know that's like a flavor from Korea or whatever, but I don't know. It just doesn't sound that appetizing to me because I don't feel like blueberries and chocolate really go together all that well. I think you just don't trust Korean people. Well, I mean, that kind of goes without saying... Did you see that movie that Seth Rogen and James Franco are making yeah. that is apparently going to put us at war with North Korea? <laughs> Aren't we always at war with them? I think we are at constant war with North Korea. They just don't know how to actually how do you... start a war with us, so it doesn't matter. I just don't understand how you can be at war with, like, why would you want to go? Well, and this is the thing I don't ever get about North Korea. There's, like, I understand, like, they're a leader and shit. Like, they're idiots, you know? They're always fucking Yeah, dumb. absolutely. But... They're... Are they so, in, like, it's like a movie, like a really t- dumb movie with a terrible, like, dictator. Like, everything you hear about that guy, right. you're just like, how, first of all, how is anyone scared of someone who literally looks like a baby? I, I picture that if you go inside, like, the equivalent of the White House in North Korea, like, wherever the main government, you know, structure is. Yeah. That it literally is like a scene out of Hot Shots Part 1 or 2 with Charlie Sheen. Yeah, uh, seriously. Like, yeah. that's what I picture the inside of it looks like. And, like, that's what's happening at all times. But I don't I don't understand, like, everybody, like, they all, like, listen to him. And he, like, he just kills whoever he wants to and does whatever he wants. But why? Like, no there's... No reason. So- and I, I feel like North Korea is at war with every country in the world, but they don't know how to start a war. Yeah. No, I mean, they, they wouldn't... I feel like they wouldn't even get very far. If they crossed the no, border, they would no, get they destroyed wouldn't. immediately. They, they they wouldn't. They don't have the power or technology to battle us. And that's the other thing is like what Literally. I I just don't I don't really understand is like you always see him and he's always surrounded by like all these people. Is like don't those people have any compassion for like all the people who are starving, like all their fellow countrymen who are like starving to death and don't have anything? I think that's what's scary is I don't think they do. Because like if you think you think that like somebody would just have the compassion and be like, oh, you know what? I'm just gonna shoot this fucking idiot in the head and be done with it. That's just it. Is I can't believe he's not been assassinated. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I don't understand how like Kim Jong Il wasn't assassinated either. Though. Exactly. Yeah. Very. Very true. Like it would be really easy to free that country. Like. All you have to do is just kill him, and that's it. Like, once he's gone, I, I don't think he has, like, any kids or anything like that. He does. Does he? How did that... He has well, two. I mean, I guess I understand how, yeah, because he's a fucking... He has two. He probably raped someone. Yeah, that's he did. How. That's the only... I was going to say. Yeah. But he looked... <laughs> he just... He, he just looks like look so baby. fucking stupid. Like, just hit him in the head. Like, beat the shit out of him. Like, somebody just smack him in the face. Like, he's not going to do anything. I mean, he'll have you killed, but just kill him first. It's easy. You're all standing yeah. around with guns anyway. You might as well just fucking take a shot at him. Right. Ugh. Hold on one second. Hey, Paul. Do you have just, like, the iPod cord, like the USB? Up here anywhere? Uh, just charge my phone so I can pee. No, it's in the van. All right. Paul just got some squirt guns. We're at a war with Teenage Bottle Rocket, the band on Warp Tour. They keep on squirting us with squirt guns. So we're going to get them back. I'd squirt them. 
I actually haven't been squirted yet, but oh, I'm still going to join yeah, the war have. because I, you know, I'm I, I'm all for war. Yeah, you like getting squirted. Much like you. Kim Jong Un. I don't even know that fucker's name. Fuck that guy. Mm. Fuck North Korea. Yeah, get squirted. Literally, that guy can go fuck himself. That's like the worst country ever, and I feel so terrible for those people that live there. I know. It's... Like, I mean, it really actually, like, as much as we yeah. joke about it, really fuck that guy. Like, yeah. how sad is it that those people live their lives like that? And then he's, like, walking around all, like, fat and happy, and everybody's Yeah, he's all fat and happy. He looks like a big fucking... He looks like a South Park character. He really does. Honestly, he... And like, real you life. Yeah, you couldn't have asked for, like, a more perfect person to parody, because he's looked just... South Park, if they do an episode on Kim Jong, on whatever, doesn't have to do anything. No, just put him on there, and then... Yeah. And he's sitting here torturing these people. Um, have you watched, like, to get kind of serious for a second, like any of those documentaries of people who have got inside North Korea? It's insane. Oh, yeah. It's nuts. It's ridiculous. It's completely insane. I can't believe it. Like, I don't know. I'm not usually for war at all, actually. I don't really like our government in the U.S., and I don't like most of the reasons we go to war because I don't like the idea of just hiring an army to kill people. But if there's one country on the entire planet that we could just kind of go in and kind of get rid of the leaders, that would be the one. Yeah, I agree. That would actually make any sense to me where I'd be like, oh, okay, that guy can die. That's fine. I mean, all you have to do is all just... All he does is kill innocent people all day long and stuff his face. All they have to do is just fly over North Korea and drop a bunch of guns and sandwiches and the people would take care of it themselves. That's honestly true. <laughs> like, like you're at, It's like a video game. Like All you have to do is send the people in North, North Korea... Health crates full of like chicken, steaks, and machine guns. Yeah, and then they would take. And they'll care take of it. care of yeah. the rest. It's like a video game, but it's true. <laughs> it really is. Um, this uh, the guy. You finally met our friend in Carlsbad. I saw. I did. I met the guy that's been sending us all these bad bands at Warped Tour the other day. Yeah. He was awesome. He introduced himself. I took a picture with him. Um, I sent it to you. You can put it up on the side if you want, just okay. to show that we have a couple fans out there. And uh, he he said no. It was. What? Oh, he said that he's unfortunately out of local garbage to share, but he had a question uh, for you. What are some of the awful band, uh, new awful bands you've discovered on Warped? Well, we played uh, one of them at the top of the show, so yeah, that's. I mean, that's easy, honestly. Like, it's not even a good question anymore. I mean, Attila. Well, no, he's saying ba- new, new ones, like new, new ones. Yeah, I, I mean, not really, just because I don't really watch that many. There's just Warped Tour. And this is not – Kevin Lyman is awesome. I've talked to Kevin. I appreciate him putting us on Warp Tour. I will not say a bad word about Kevin. He works his ass off to do what he does, and he's made an empire out of Warp Tour. And for all those people out there that say it could be done better, maybe it could be, maybe it couldn't be. I have no idea. But obviously, and I'm sure you agree with me, Justin, it's not feasible to have a punk fest anymore. It wouldn't make any money. You couldn't do it. Yeah, not really. So I'm not hating on Kevin Lyman. Kevin Lyman's awesome. I appreciate everything he's done for us. He still does put good bands on Warp Tour. He tried this year to put even more good punk bands on there, but they said no. He tried to get No Effects. He tried to get Bad Religion. He tried to get uh, The Vandals, you know, and all those bands and Rancid. But Warp Tour is what it is. It's current music. So it's become a metal festival. I mean, it is. It's mostly metalcore bands. Right, because you have to go with what's popular at the time. Like, Right, and yeah. that's what it is. So, I mean, really, it's just it's just a metalcore festival. So it's just... Um, yeah, it's just... There's just all those bands. I don't like that kind of music. So to me, they're just all bad. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That, and I don't know. I mean, I didn't go... 
I mean, I feel like you could just go on the Warped Horse site and look and listen to some of those bands, and you could find the really bad ones yourself because it's not hard. Yeah, I mean, and then there's been some bands that surprised me. Like uh, the other day, I was walking, and uh, this guy taps me on the shoulder, and he was this huge, muscular dude with no shirt on, like a bunch of tattoos. Mm. Like, hey, are you Ryan? And I was like, yeah. So he was like, I really like your band, man. Like, we should hang out sometime. And it was the singer of that band for today. I didn't even know he knew who I was. That band's huge. They're one of the biggest bands on Warped Tour. And I was under the impression I knew them because they had the singer who openly hated gay people. Mm. But I thought it was the same guy. And then I found out they actually kicked that guy out of the band. It's a different guy. Oh, that's and cool. he's very nice. And I've been talking to him every day. So, I mean, to be honest with you, as much as we love to talk shit, I can honestly say on Warped Tour between becoming friends with Ryan from Fall in Reverse, Maddie the singer for today, I've also had to check myself a few times from prejudging people, and I've met some really cool people that I might not like their bands, but they're genuinely good dudes that are really nice. Right. So, I mean, it is what it is, you know? So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess that's the best way to put it, honestly. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. That's, I understand. I mean, there's a lot yeah. worse bands on a lot of other things, you know? Well, sure. Look at, like, Mayhem Fest. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's that's more what I mean. That's a joke. Like I mean, that's, that, yeah. uh, there's, like... Or the headliners are Corn and Avenged Sevenfold. Like yeah. I'll take Warped Tour any day. Or look at Bonnaroo. Just, I mean, go ahead and honestly, look yeah, at look it. at Bonnaroo. <laughs> I'd rather go to Warped Tour every day of the week. Yeah. Than be at Bonnaroo for twenty minutes. Hello. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Good. Welcome to Big Snackers, episode thirty-three. What episode is this? Thirty-three. Thirty-three. Larry Bird's number. Does that mean anything you, to you guys? It means that you're white, you're tall, and uh, you can play basketball. Yeah, and I'm cold-blooded. Cold-blooded. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, I'd like to – I'll give a brief introduction. Um, then JR can also. He plays in Less Than Jake. He's on Warped with us right now. Justin and I are both very big fans. And JR is legitimately one of the nicest guys I've ever met in a band. That's very nice of you to say, Ryan. So, well, I'm not just don't you're you're really ruining my reputation. I really <laughs> would rather be known as a fucking asshole. So, <laughs> well, I'm not just saying that. Literally, um, by the second day of Warp Tour, I said I could never just walk on to Lesson Jake's bus. I would feel like an asshole. I'd have to knock, and Jr. told me that I was more of an asshole if I knocked. I was part of the family, and I was welcome anytime. And not many bands act like that. Yeah, well, you're also giving away secrets. Now I'm going to get bands that I don't even know. Some jackass walking up and said, "Hey, dude, I heard on you know this like podcast and just walking on your bus." Well, I'll I'll kick those people off personally. I'm going to have to get that paintball gun. Fucking Plus, we got we got rat we got rag key security guard too. That's right. We got that. We got yeah, my we man Belay on lock. He's a good dude. So he's he is a good fuck dude. Um, yeah, he is. I guess. Where to start? Um, man, we got like a half an hour. So, oh, Warped Tour, I think what's interesting to me, and I think a lot of people listening, is that A, Less Than Jake has done Warped Tour literally more than any band in history, correct? Correct. So, I don't want to make this. I don't this know too, where to go from there. Yeah, I don't want to make this too interviewy, just more conversationally, but I mean, you guys have done Warped Tour the most. So, what do you think? What's changed and what's stayed the same? You know, what's changed are, there's a lot of things that have changed. Um, catering now is, that's the biggest change. It is like gourmet, 
food. It is. You eat, you eat better on Warped Tour than you do at home. No one's going to disagree, yeah. I don't think. Well, it, but it used to be just this dude, like this gnarly dude with like fucking A shirt and like sweaty tits, like fucking <laughs> stirring the Kool-Aid with his, you know, arm because they didn't have a spoon. And right. it was like, yeah, so that was pretty gnarly. Um, the stages have all, have sort of been the same, but they've gotten better. They've gotten bigger. They're more like a, you know, constructed thing, you know. The Warped right. Tour itself is big. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like a bigger entity. There's way more sponsors. Um, like, in the 90s, you'd never see the Marines out there. But now, like, they got a tent to make you do pull-ups, you know? Right. Have you done a pull-up? Can you do a pull-up? I can't yeah. do a pull-up. I could, dude. The only thing I could pull up is the fucking stool to the bar. That's about it. <laughs> okay. <like>. Justin, could <laughs> you do a pull-up? Uh, yeah, I can do a pull-up, actually. Really? Yeah. No, I can't. There's no fucking way. Yeah, I'm just bragging about it. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, that's fine. That's so. Can you do weird. a one armed? Can you do a one armed pull up though? No, no. As far as that goes with the one arms, I can do like one pull up with both arms. Uh, I think. Yeah. Well, you guys, you, you got guys out here in the Marines that are ready to rip your skull off, and they're like fucking doing pull ups <laughs> with one finger, going, "Come on, man, you don't want to do this." You know. I, I absolutely yeah. don't. I have no interest in doing pull ups in hundred and some odd degree heat. No, I, I don't yeah. have interest in playing a no. show, barely. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I know, you're on our bus the whole time. You don't like, you don't want to go. You're like, That's this. not nice. an exaggeration. Not an exaggeration. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say before you finish, I want to let you finish to be a Kanye West here. But the one thing that definitely about Warp Tour is the routing. Uh the reason we're talking in San Jose Hotel is because last night we played Portland and the next show is in St. Louis. <laughs> for anybody thinking about that for a second, that is insane. Yeah, but I mean, if you look at it on the map, it's only like six inches, man. It's really not bad. <laughs> I just want people to understand that that is a minimum 34 to 35 hour drive. And we have two days off to do it, but that's not enough time. Well, so. it's not supposed to be, but that's part of being on the warp tour. I mean, I hate right. to I hate to say it, but like it's true. You know, there's always a, there's always a couple of these drives that are like they, it just seems impossible because they sort of are impossible, or you know, and, and so you just but you do it, you know, and like that's part of like that badge of warp tour that you know that's why so many people talk about it, you know. I think more than anything it's 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 become more it's become more of a legend like because when you're out on it you're like what the fuck is this but then afterwards when you can step back from it and kind of look at it for what it is like it's really an amazing sociological and cultural almost experiment you know what i mean because you're taking all these people that really don't belong together and you're making them play nice for an extended period of time you know what i mean and like Nobody wants to fuck up, but then there are people who want to fuck up, and then it's just like, you know, you, and then you get all these different bands that shouldn't get along, but then sort of sometimes do, and then it's like a... Absolutely. As you have become a personal, uh, you, you can personally attest to that. Well, yeah, I can, and we actually talked about it before we had you on, is that I've had to yeah. check myself a few times, like when uh, I became friends with the singer of that band for today, and he's a great guy. And all I knew yeah. about that band beforehand was like, oh, that's the fag haters. You know what I mean? Yep. 
that's the band that came out all over the internet and was like, you know, if you're gay, you're going to hell and this and that. And then it turns out that those guys aren't even in the band anymore, and I judge them based off nothing. And their singer's a super nice guy. We've been texting, and he's a very encouraging, good dude. And I kind of had to check you guys, myself. Are you sending Are you sending nudes to each other, kind of texting? We'll get there. We'll get there. We. Yeah, I know. Yet. Oh, you're in the. You're just in like the holding hand stages of the bro. The yes. Bro ship. Oh, okay. No, but one of the reasons I wanted to have you on is after getting to know you very well on Warp Tour, I think you're one of the most fair people where you'll call bands out that are bullshit, but you won't make fun of bands just because they're not your style. You give everybody a fair chance. Well, and, thanks. I appreciate that. I like that you do that because you're older and you're a veteran of Warp Tour, and you do give everyone a fair chance, but at the same time, if something's oh. bullshit, you'll call it out and say it's bullshit. Well, I call it out and say it's bullshit, but I'm also not trying to like judge. <coughs> I will, I will uh, preempt anything that I say up to from this point on by saying that I believe everything that's on the Warp Tour deserves to be there. It needs to exist, and it deserves its time. You know, Andy Warhol always said that everybody's going to get their 15 minutes of fame, and Warp Tour is just part Some of that. Some of these fans are literally getting their 15 minutes. They're popular this summer, and they'll be gone. They'll be gone next year. Yeah, I mean, three years from now, I would venture to say that third of the bands won't exist. I sat with Kevin Lyman the other night, and I said, "Dude, man, I would love to see after 20 years of Warp Tour, the list of bands that have played the Warp Tour, and the list of bands that have played the Warp Tour that are still bands." And he goes, right. there's not a lot, you know, there's not yeah. a lot. And it's true. It's, it's fucking true, man. Like, so whatever. But I, I appreciate, you know, you're, you're saying that about my fairness, you know, I'm also not going to, I don't want to specifically talk shit on anybody either. Like, no. but I will tell you what I think, you know, normally. And if somebody asks me what I think, I will tell you what I think. And, you know, and I try to also be fair and listen to what somebody would say to me. Like if I, was to say a band wasn't as good as maybe I thought. I would always give the dude a chance, you know, to talk. There's plenty of bands that I don't like musically that I am friends with the people that are in it, you know? Well, I think and a perfect not... example is last night. I'm not going to name names, but you and I right. and a few crew people and Less and Jake went to watch a certain band to check them out. We made it about 40 seconds into their set, and we were yeah. like, this band's bullshit. This is fucking bullshit. We're done. I'm never going to watch this again. And then you immediately, though, said, let's go check out Fall in Reverse and watch some of their set. Like, you do give everyone a chance. Yeah, I want to see it. I want to see the spectacle. Yeah. Fucking impress me. Impress me. I want somebody to – I want to see a spectacle. You know what I mean? And, yeah, the first band we watched was bullshit. It was a bullshit band that won't be relevant in two years. I mean, we don't need to name names. It doesn't matter, but it doesn't matter. Well, they might. They might be around in two years, and if they are, well, you know, I'm afraid of the future, man. I told you that too. You know, <laughs> yeah, so it's just, you know, it just is what it is, and I can't dictate or deem what's bad or good because there's plenty of bad stuff when I was younger that was dictated and deemed as good. I mean, like Third Eye Blind, I blame a whole generation because they think Third Eye Blind was a good band. You know, and like, oh, don't don't say it. Ryan's gonna get upset because he actually likes Third Eye Blind a lot. <clears throat> no, I, I mean, I think Jake, dude, like hold on, hold on. I think yeah. Jenkins write, writes a great song. There's a there's some, there's a, I, I told you this. There's some there's a difference between writing a good song and like a meaningful song. You know what I mean? And like something that like crosses Jenkins, over and like hits yeah. people right. You know, but like I said, when those guys were on the radio, that was just radio 
bullshit. It might as well have been. I don't even know what's on now. What's on the radio now? Turn the radio on. Tell me what's on. I don't even know. I'll agree with that. Jenkins definitely gets heralded for being like this genius when he honestly did write a lot of fluff. He wrote wrote generic pop songs. He wrote developed generic pop songs. Good for him. Congratulations. It was was vanilla fluff. Uh, Third Eye Blind self-titled. I like it, but people heralded it as this brilliant album, and it is pop fluff. There's nothing to it. I agree with that. You guys. Yeah, it's cool. Come on. He was addicted to heroin. He he was addicted to heroin, and he wrote fluff pop songs that don't mean anything to anybody. Yeah, so was Scott Wyland. I mean, but nobody gave him, nobody heralded him as the fucking voice of a generation. Exactly. I I actually resent that statement. If you haven't ever heard the band Velvet Revolver, then you would know. (laughs) I'm actually uh, president of their international fan club, so. Oh. Well. Remember. Remember that. I'm the one who launched the satellite into space that plays their music 24 hours a day. Is that That's what great. if there was an XM station Velvet Revolver? Well, there is a Jimmy Buffett station, so anything can happen. Oh, I know Margaritaville. Don't worry about that. No, <laughs> Who I think... doesn't know? Do you know that Jimmy Buffett has multiple planes? Yes. Not just he one. He has multiple planes because yeah. he flies to islands that he owns. So don't laugh at Jimmy Buffett because he's laughing at us. <laughs> no, no, no. I will never that laugh was... at Jimmy Buffett. I will never. That was that so the weird. Only <laughs> I do like Third Eye Blind, but I've said even many times, I don't like that Third Eye Blind has become this younger punk kids generation 90s go-to band when I think yeah. there was far better bands with far better lyrics doing far better things. Name, I think, name I think yeah. the, 15. The Counting, the Counting Crows lyrically and musically blew Third Eye Blind out of the water. Yeah, but just, you know, as shitty. As, as far, I mean, it was all the same to me. You know what I mean? Like, that's personal. Yeah. You know, like, because that's how I was listening to No Effects and Rancid and right. whatever was whatever was punk rock to me or what I was listening to at that time. You know what I mean? Whatever it was, whatever was on the radio was just radio fluff. You know what I mean? And it was all kind of to me it sounded the same and it pissed me off and whatever. So but that's like, you know, that's years ago now. And then it just kind of but then it's just one generation after the next generation after the next generation after the next. And it just right. seems like they all end up on Warp Tour. You know, and then I watch it happen, and then five years later, you know, I watch it happen, and they're like, "Hey, we're never going to be here again." And then five years later, they're back on the warp tour again. You know well, yeah, I mean? I've said it, I've said it on this podcast. I think it's funny, is for all of me who's like looking at these newer pop punk bands saying these bands suck. Like, you know, your band's so much better. Talking about Less Than Jake, there's a bunch of dudes that are 45 saying Less Than Jake fucking sucks. Black Flag is yeah, I, how, I sure hope down, so, down, man. Down and down and down. Yeah, and it, yeah. that's just how it is. Yeah, I sure hope so, because at least then I would be doing something right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's all I could hope, you know? But I also well, hope... you definitely that, have I a whole generation that thinks that if you don't listen to Minor Threat and Black Flag and Circle Jerks, then you don't like punk anyways, and that Less Than Jake and Rancid and No Effects are bullshit in the same way that I think most of these newer pop punk bands are bullshit. Yeah. So it's not like anyone's right. I know, but um, I know guys in all of those bands, and they like my band, so... Fuck you. That's basically where I'm at. You know what I mean? In life. And I mean, maybe that's being an egotistical asshole or arrogant or whatever, but like, I'm not out to prove anything anymore. I'm really not out to, you know, figure out how many records or MTV appearances we can make. You know, I barely do interviews anymore. Like, I've kind of given up. Like, not given up, but like, I used to like 
write fucking blogs for people and stuff and like say more and then like just kind of didn't want to anymore you know what i mean it's just like i don't even if people were listening cool you know maybe somebody somebody else who's younger than me and has more energy will have an actual thought and like try to fix some of the problems that happen but if not they'll just all continue to fucking dance around like mindless morons and that's fine too you know whatever they want to do it's their existence not mine you know (laughs) Well, because of the press you already have to do, because you're in Less Than Jake, I don't want to focus heavily on that, but I want to nerd out oh. a few Less Than Jake things. Please, go ahead, Just, ask questions. Justin has some, has some questions to you. Justin and I both love Less Than Jake. I have a few questions for you. People actually sent in. I already know the oh. answer to this, I think, 100%, but I'm going to ask it because someone wanted me to ask you very badly. Okay. Um, a guy named Frisch, all it says is Frisch. Don't know the name other than that. Said, okay. "JR, is there any chance that Spring Heel Jack, who is the most underrated ska band of all time, will ever do a reunion show or a new record?" Um, so that's a good question. A little complicated at times. I don't really have anything to do with Spring Heel Jack anymore, and it's not based on um, anything bad, negative, positive whatever it's just how things are so spring hill okay. jack does exist they're a band are they um, but getting the orig- yeah 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 they they don't play as much but they're they write songs and they do you know stuff i had from no time idea. to time yeah in the northeast they still do things it's not like a you know all the time thing but right. the um <clears throat> the actual like getting back together thing we did two shows in may of 2010 and they were in new haven connecticut and they were great and they were sold out, and they were awesome. As and that was the original lineup. It's hard because there is no. It's not the original lineup because our drummer died. So okay, I'm sorry me, to hear that. I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It was you know he passed in 2000, and okay. so it's hard when you know. It's a tough thing because we. I always said after he left, I always wanted everybody else that was in the band with us in order to do it, or none of us. We don't do it. You know, because I always felt I, I, I have a I could talk sure. for an hour about how I feel about reunion shows and tours and stuff. But we did it. It was fun. Those two shows. And then a couple of the other guys wanted to keep doing it. And I said, yes, please go do it. You know, and they're fucking doing it when they can. And like, you know, I don't want to hold anybody back from doing anything. You know what I mean? And like, so I do my thing. And like Rhodes, he plays in the Boston's, who's also in Springfield Jack with me and the rest of the dudes. They do stuff. Our bass player, Rick, he didn't want to do it too much anymore. So long story short, answer, no, probably not ever again. Okay, the original kind of lineup as we yeah, so well, I mean, Frisch it's is probably like, very sad, but that's what I figured the answer would be. Um, yeah, I don't no. want to sound like a complete poser, but um, did you play on the album Songs for Suburbia? Yes, I wrote a I, couple songs on that too. I love that record. Thanks. I, I'm um, very proud of that record. We're we as a group, we're very proud of that record. That I record, I think, is maybe one of the most underrated third wave ska re- third wave ska records. Ever. It's like a perfect pop rock, punk, ska record. I don't know. It's, it's a great record. Everyone should check it out. Thanks. Thank you. If you can find it, no it's, uh, you can probably find it on vinyl. As best as records carries it on vinyl. So yeah. you probably find a copy of it there. Um, Justin, do you have any questions? Yeah, actually, referring to what we were talking about earlier about bands from the 90s 
Um, can we all just agree that Spin Doctors is the best band from the 90s? <laughs> Do you know that I used to listen? Doctors. Oh, man, I used to have that tape with the, if you yeah. want to call me, ba-. I had that tape tape cassette in my car when I was in high school and I used to jam out to that all the time. So yeah. I guess I'm a you know I guess I'm a poser. No I'm a poser. Yeah. yeah. I wonder how many albums they have. I bet it's surprising. I'm looking right now. Hmm. Three, maybe. What do you guys I think? I don't think three. I wanna I don't say think three. I wanna say six. I don't know why. Justin, six. Yeah. Six. They Is do. it really? Yeah, I figured. Six. And one of them came out last year. What the fuck? <laughs> And here's here's the weird thing about the Spin Doctors. Listen to the timeline of these six albums, okay? 1991, 94, 96, 99, 2005, 2013. Hmm. Yeah, they were on a little bit of a hiatus there for a bit, you know. Uh, The first three charted. The second three didn't chart at all. And even the first three charting, this is sad. Number one, five million. Number two, one million. Number three, seventy-five thousand. Oh, yeah. Number four, nobody cared. <laughs> number, four, number five, number five, about three dozen. And yeah. this last year's, their I think there's their even their kids didn't buy it. Yeah, and I'll tell you right now that last year's their album is called "If the River Was Whiskey." I don't <sighs> care for this. If their career still mattered. Right. <laughs> Yeah, no, Spin Doctors, you know, they were definitely the voice of a generation. You're yeah. right. Yeah, there you go. See, we can all agree yeah. that that was the best band to come out of the 90s. There's no more need for discussion. Toad the Wet Sprocket was pretty terrible. I mean, off, awesome. Awesome? Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I always liked Toad the Wet Sprocket. Oh, yeah? Maybe one bad. song. Maybe one song. What do you mean? Um, okay. Hold yeah, on see? You, you said, go ahead. Sing a, hum a bar. P.S.? Hum a bar. P- P.S.? Are you serious? Say to me, bartender, fix me one more drink. Uh, Hobbit on the Rock is another one. Come down. Won't you come down where okay. I am? Stop before we're not friends anymore. Stop. I'm telling you, I like Toad the okay. Wet Sprocket. I can name a lot. Okay. You know something right. even more impressive? Do you remember Sister Hazel? Oh, yeah. uh, they're from Gainesville, Florida. Thank you very much. See them at the Gainesville Airport quite a bit of time. <laughs> Eight records. Not even a joke. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were Sister saying. Hazel, yo, Sister Hazel has a cruise that goes out of uh, Miami. It really fish no, it this last year. They do. <laughs> Look it up. How many Sister people Hazel could that possibly draw? You would be shocked. It's like a 90s revival thing that they did. It was like Sister Hazel and Real Big Fish, and you should just go look. It was, was a thing, man. Was Delamitri on good. there? I, I don't know. So. <laughs> I feel like Tom Cochrane was up there, and oh, he just yeah. opened and closed. You know, we had. Did, I, did you ever notice that. Uh, Tommy Two Tone opened for us for a couple of dates. Yeah, you ever hear that story? Yeah, no, and he story, opened no. and yeah, and he opened and closed his set with eight six seven five three zero nine Jenny. Open and closed. <laughs> of course he opened, did. Like, first just song, so you, last just song. So, just so you remember, that song, it was definitely song. him that wrote it. Dude, first song, last song. I introduced him in Philadelphia because he's like, "Hey man, would you introduce us?" <laughs> I'm like, uh, sure. fuck yeah, I will. Let me jump up here, and I said, "Ladies and gentlemen, here comes eight six seven five three nines only Tommy Two Tone." And he went, and he went into it. Right, played that. That's People went so nuts. Funny. Yeah. Then they played twenty minutes of 
God knows what, and then they went to the There it comes. Thank you. We're time with two tone and the two tones, you know, whatever they're called. And there's got to be, funny. you know, something to say, be said for the fact that he knows is like what he needs to do. You know, like yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, he's just the he's the guy. You know. We have so many stories I want to ask you in such a small amount of time. We have to blaze through these. I don't want to blaze through them, but we have to. Um, We can do like, I'll answer really fast. I'll answer fast. A lot of people also don't know, you guys toured with Bon Jovi. Yes, true. That's awesome. Better than the Warp Tour. Better than the Warp Tour, yes. No one gave a shit, right? I did. That we toured with Bon Jovi? No, I mean the the people in the crowd. Oh, God, no. No, Fuck no. They, I mean, there were people eating. There were people eating nachos and reading the newspaper when we were playing. <laughs> yeah. I assume like, you did it just more, because you know, there's nothing more emasculating than seeing some dude like fully read the newspaper, like flipping through the sports <laughs> section. <laughs> you know. I assume whatever. you did it simply because it was a tour with Bon Jovi. Yeah, I mean, why I mean, wouldn't, why we wouldn't do you? It? Yeah, yeah, you have to. I mean, it's not like, you know, we definitely weren't going to sell more records because we were on tour with Bon Jovi. No. We actually meant so little to that tour that they let us do our own shows. They did day on, day off, and they let us do our own shows on the off days. So, like, it didn't they matter. were cool with it. Yeah, yeah, it didn't matter, you know, because they had already sold. Because, like, before we took the tour, I guess they were like, we were like the eighth band that they asked. You know, this is right before that It's My Life song came out. Oh, my And God. so all these bands like Sugar Ray, Smack, uh, what, what, what was that band we were talking about the other day? Uh, somebody uh, Smash Mouth. told me. Smash Mouth, Smash right? Mouth. All those yeah. bands. Third Eye Blind, they all turned it down. They're like, no, nah, man, we're not going to do that. And we're like, fuck yeah, we're going to do it. Because they asked their family yeah. and friends, <laughs> who would they want to see on tour with them? And so they asked us. We were eighth band. Like, yeah. Then the tour started selling everywhere. Like, fucking selling out selling out selling out because that song hit and there were people kevin lyman was our manager at the time and there were people calling him going uh we really would like this spot what is it going to take to get less than jake off the spot and lyman's like no click you know <laughs> so it was good he was our manager at the time because he's like fuck you guys they're doing it right. it was awesome not... it was a really good experience you know didn't sell us any record or make us any big bigger of a band but it was a great experience um, our merch guy, Danny, is from New Jersey, and he wanted me to let you know that he did come to that show, and he cared and sang along to all your guys' songs. Well, tell him thank you. He was one of the dozens that were there for us. Yeah. We <laughs> How much was that show? It had to be, what, like 40 bucks show or 50 At the time, it was probably like, you know, for floor seats, it was probably 100 bucks, And then up top, wow. more. Yeah. yeah. I mean, up That's top, it was more. It was an expensive ticket at the time, you know. Um, here's a question for all three of us that I got emailed by a guy named Mike Shannon. Um, Mike said, Hey, Ryan, Justin, and JR big fan of the show. I was wondering if you guys have any opinions on the Johnny Ramone Memorial tribute hosted by Rob Zombie. Do you guys even really like the Ramones? I love punk, but I'm not a huge fan and get shit for this a lot. I respect their impact, but don't necessarily like the music. Okay. I feel like we might have three completely different opinions. Who knows? Uh, who wants to go first? Where we all shouldn't jump, huh? Um, <laughs> what do you go? Yeah, just, just, oh, just, yeah. Go ahead, Jar. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's like a. It's, it's, it does. It, do you like punk rock? Is that you got to read that question to me again? Does he like punk rock? I mean, say you like. You know, if you say you like, if you say you like punk rock and you don't like the Ramones, I mean, 
you know, I mean, I can't give you shit about it, but what's wrong with you? I mean, it's really not. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, it's like, that's what punk rock is. You know, it's not supposed to be this, like, you know, if, if you're into, like, you know, Rush or Dream Theater, if that's what you listen to, well, then, okay, then I understand why you don't listen to it. But, you know, if you don't like the Ramones, then okay. But if you say you're a punk rocker and you don't like the Ramones, then you're not a punk rocker. Yeah, I guess I'll, right. I'll go with that. Yeah, that's fair enough. And, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I fair know. enough. Justin, what's your answer? I mean, I'm pretty much going to agree with that. Not, I mean, I feel like it's one of those divisive things that, like, uh, like kind of like when you say like what he's like what he said like you're you respect the impact but you don't really care for it. I think it's just because like people have a, a yeah. normal tendency to have backlash against anything that a bunch of people think is great. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, but in this case, it's like they kind of redefined everything. You know, like if you like, I don't think punk music would exist the way it does today without them. So it wouldn't. To, the, the Ramones, especially in the English sense, because everybody that went to the Ramones first gig in England, if you look at the list of people that were at that show, it was like people from the Sex Pistols, guys from the Clash, guys from fucking any popular punk band you could think from this like it just wouldn't it wouldn't exist punk rock wouldn't exist as it, how it is today right the war tour wouldn't exist if it wasn't for the Ramones you know what I mean so it's just like it's hard for me to sit back and let somebody right. say that and like you know like maybe you're 22 yeah, I, I feel like I've always wondered about that was that people people who don't yeah like you said like like punk rock or like they say they're into it like a lot and they don't like the Ramones is like but why? What is there to not like? I don't understand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they've made such classic songs and wonderful you know, wonderful albums that like can't that really can't be topped, you know? Yeah, um, I mean I'll I'll give you this is the Ramones the first four Ramones records are the, the quintessential records. Anything after that you're fucking you really kinda it's kind of a crapshoot. Because there is a bad there's a lot of bad stuff. No, there you is know, for gonna, sure. But yeah. if you're gonna, I'm gonna like, I'm not gonna take that away. But like the first four records, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. If you get, you know? I mean, Rocket to Russia. First of all, that's one of the greatest things. I mean, also, like, I don't know. There's so many great things. There's just so many yeah. great songs in general. Let me see if I can get him back now. I don't know if he's being an idiot. There we go. You there, oh, Ryan? Hello. Yeah. Yeah, can you he did it. Yeah. My computer went crazy. I have no idea what happened. You sound like you're talking about you, it. Apparently, because you don't like the Ramones. It's probably mm -hmm. Johnny Ramones coming <laughs> to take your computer out. I think you guys answered the Ramones question. I don't need to answer it. That's fine. We can move on. No, no. We wanted to hear your your answer because I told I was saying to JR that you don't you're not really the hugest Ramones fan. Oh, actually, yeah, to be fair, um, I respect the Ramones. I do like the Ramones. I think they have a lot of really great songs, and they definitely started, you know, punk into what it could be. But I will say that I like most of the bands that ripped off the Ramones style better than the Ramones. That's fair. Fair, I'm, fair. I definitely, definitely, I'm a lot more into the Screeching Weasels and the Queers and the Ramones, just to me personally. But at the same time, without the Ramones, those bands wouldn't exist. So I have to appreciate and respect the Ramones. Yeah. I mean, it's like, like say about the Warped Tour. You don't have to like me. You don't even have to respect me. Just stay the fuck out of my way and acknowledge my existence <laughs> occasionally. That's Very all. much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's great. I agree with that. 
So yeah. that's my what other questions? So what other questions do these geniuses have for us? <laughs> that, 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 uh, I got here. one for you specifically from a guy named Bert. Great. Bert <laughs> said, hey, J.R. Bert is kind of a weird name, isn't it? Is it B-E-R-T or B-U-R-T? B-U-R-T. Yeah, then I don't trust him. But go ahead. Yeah, I don't blame I don't you at all. Said, yeah, because hey, that means his name is really Bert. Like, Bert, B-E-R-T is like Robert, you know? But this guy's yeah. like actually like Bert and Ernie. So, all right. <laughs> um, Bert said, hey, JR, huge fan of the band. I love the entire Thanks. discography. Just curious. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. What, <laughs> what, what is your favorite Western Jake album and least favorite and why? Does it have to do with the actual record, the experience surrounding it, the recording? I guess he just wants to know, I guess, the stories behind your favorite and least favorite right. record. Okay, my favorite record is probably the new one. And I hate to be that guy in the band that goes, oh, of course, it's my new record. But, like, really, I'm very happy with the last record that we just did, See the Light. I love the new one. I think it's great. And anyone who likes Lesson Jake who hasn't listened to See the Light is goofy to me because it sounds like great Lesson Jake. Yeah, I mean, I we did. I'm proud of it because we just did it on our own. We didn't really, we didn't have any outsider help. We just did it, the five of us, and it was basically how we approached what would be my second favorite record, which would be Anthem. It was the same approach, and you know, same dudes and same kind of ideal behind it, where we were just gonna try to write the best record that we could. And so, I like that one the best. Um, my least favorite. Uh, Wow, I guess Pezcore. I don't know. Yeah, eh, Pezcore, just because it's recorded, not that good. I like the songs on it. It's just this. I don't like the recording very much. Like if you're just I, asking, like a record. I know? can tell you I guess, that I would love to hear Pezcore re-recorded with your guys' current lineup today. I know it'd be a waste of your guys' time, but man, for like fans of Less Than Jake, it would be so fucking awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's just you know, it would be different. We've recorded it live, like live in a show setting. I think you can buy it, like on our web store. You can get the audio of it if you buy the yeah. DVD or something. But like that's the closest that we'll ever get to like re-recording it. And yeah, it would be cool to do something like that. Maybe someday, you know, who knows? Yeah, I mean, it'd be an overall waste of time, but it would be really cool. Yeah, but we love wasting time. So that's true. Um, yeah, you do. I was gonna say. I was going to say, I really love almost all the stuff you guys have done. My favorites, as you know, are Hello Rot, View, and Borders and Boundaries. Yes. Followed either by probably G&V or See the Light. See, you didn't see Losing Streak. I mean, you keep asking to play, uh, to play Rock and Roll Pizzeria, and that's on Losing Streak. So Rock and Roll Pizzeria is my favorite Western Jake song. It's surprising that that wouldn't, that wouldn't put Losing Streak in your top at least three. You know, you that would be four. It would be four. Okay, fair, fair, fair. Yeah. Justin, what, what would your rank be? I feel like everyone's different with Lesson Jake. I'm always yeah. Borders and Boundaries is my favorite. That's my second, Borders and Boundaries. And for some reason, you guys don't like that record that much, right? You don't. No, we like it. Right. No, we like it. It's just there's songs that are – I always felt that that song was – the songs are long because the songs kind of stretch out and there's like these um, – weird longer bridges and you know breakdowns and i call it the breakdown record because a lot of breakdowns and like i don't i don't dislike the record don't get me wrong it's just not my uh i don't know it just kind of gets lost in all of the other records like i, I don't think say it's on, on, on warp tour the two records that in this you really don't play anything from are uh gnv and uh borders and boundaries really 
Yeah, I mean, those two are kind of, well, they're different records. They're not the, it's, and like I said, it's hard when you have, you know, 22 years of music trying to fit into 35 minutes is kind of, right. you know, we're just trying to come out there and play the strongest set that we can, that we think that kids would, you know, know, be familiar with our songs. You know, it gets a little boring sometimes. We'll probably end up switching it up in a couple of days, I'm guessing. We'll get back and everybody will be like, we're bored. Let's do something new. You know, it's fine. Sorry, Justin, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but after Borders and Boundaries, where does your list go? I'm curious. The Good Burger soundtrack. <laughs> right, of course. <laughs> yeah, me too. And that's, me too. And that's, that's mine. it. I forgot that one. That's as far as I go. That's all. Those two things. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's really all you need if you're a true fan of our band. <laughs> you know? No, I don't know. I've always been partial to Pezcore because I heard, I mean, that was a big album to me when I was late, when I was younger, oh. you know, so. Well, cool. Um, well, hey. It's no. always when you get into a band, you know? Yeah, it is. So. Yeah, I mean, Losing Streak is number three for me just because that was the... I think I saw you guys on tour, like, probably seven or eight times when that was out. So, you know, that was always nice. Um, awesome. I don't know. I mean, it's hard. I always think it's weird to rank bands' albums just because, like, you always... You end up liking what you like, and then as you get later on in bands' discography, you end up, like, kind a lot of times you lose touch with it or you don't buy the albums like right away. And then you'll hear one like a couple years later and then you'll like it a lot, but you don't, you know what I mean? So it's like, yep, absolutely. It's a weird, it's a weird thing. But like, as far as like, if I was doing like a top three, that would probably be like borders and boundaries, Pez core and losing streak. I think and then hello. That's Rocky pretty good. And, yeah. That's pretty good. And then Ryan of course is lost connection again. So I don't know what he's doing. Uh, let's see if we can. Well, I mean, I don't here. know if you can really stream the porn sites and be on Skype at the same time. I, I think he's yeah, got to learn that. I think you know, so. He's, <laughs> I think he's you're like, right. it's the hard way. <laughs> well, I don't know um, what he's doing. I don't know if he's like reconnecting or what, but let's see. I'm just trying to call him back. Sorry about this. It's uh, that's okay. It's, it's the, not a big deal. All I have to do uh, now is go to Target. It's really not that big. Uh, of a... right. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Sorry, the internet here sucks. I'm in Wyoming. What do you want? It's fine. You, you're really cutting into my Target time here, Ryan. <laughs> you know, what were you guys so. talking about? You're at Target. No, no. I was just telling to. Uh, we were just talking about um, ranking bands, records, and stuff, and then we realized you weren't there anymore. Missed you. Oh, I appreciate that. It feels good to be missed. It does <laughs> yeah, feel good. All right. Are there any? Were there any more questions that you had from the, the public? No, I think we have to wrap up soon, don't we? Yeah, it's supposed to be done a little while ago, but sorry. That's okay. That's all right. um, we'd like to have you back. Will you come back soon? I would come back whenever you wanted me to. Like, I'll just be around. You know, you just pick up the phone and call me. And be like, hey, we're recording. I'll be like, yep, cool. I'm just sitting here. <laughs> yeah, I feel like. I feel like a lot of our guests, we've been lucky and had so many cool guests, and we don't get long enough to talk to them about everything we want to, so we end up have them, having them two or three times. So, well, you know, edit this to your to make it you know make me sound like the genius that I actually am or pretend to be, and uh, it'll be good. I'm, I'm like the Frank Sinatra of my generation. All right, take one. Boom. I'm done. <laughs> Next, I gotta go. I'm actually I'm gonna I'm gonna edit out everything except for you saying you own the. Uh, the Spin Doctors cassette, and then that's it. 
the entire Spin Doctors <laughs> discography. Yeah, and then that's I all. I what the name of that record was, actually. I gotta, Isn't I it Pocket Full of Kryptonite? Pocket Full of Kryptonite? Pocket full of crypt the fucking night. Yes. Uh, oh, it, man. Right? Isn't that it? Let me tell you. Yeah. I used to work. Man, I used to work at this place in the summer times when I was in high school. And I would fucking. I lived a mile from it. And so I just kept that in my fucking thing. And I would smoke a bowl on the way because I was so miserable. <laughs> I would, you know, go and gig till 2 in the morning and have to go to work at 6 in the morning. Drive up the street. And I'd have, I'd hear that one, two, Prince is here before you. I was smoking weed. And it kind of made the day go better because then that song was in my, in my head all day. In <laughs> retrospect, now I wish I had a gun a lot of times because I probably would have just ended it <laughs> then, you know. So here's to the spin doctors. Another 20 years of mediocre bullshit. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, Ryan, I guess I'll see you on the Wolf Tour, huh? Uh, JR, you've been by far one of my favorite guests. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Well, thank you for having me. I would love to come back. It'd be great. I'll see you in two days in St. Louis. Yeah, I'll see you in the front lounge, buddy. And uh, next week we have Ryan Seaman, the drummer of Fallen Reverse. Oh, that's maybe we can maybe maybe we can have you on too. That'd be fun. We can all talk. Oh boy, that'd be a lot of talking. That's very much. Well, Justin already likes to talk a lot. But, uh, <laughs> poor Ryan, poor Ryan. Well, he's probably got a lot more to talk about than I do. He's got like he's like in a band that's current and has fans. I'm in a band that nobody gives a shit about and says I'm lucky to be here. Hey, so, that's not true. I care. Yeah, nobody man. It's a, I know you guys care, and I appreciate you guys caring. <laughs> it's all the kids. I'm just out on this tour to make other people care a little bit. Maybe if they do, then mission accomplished. You know You're out I mean? on this tour to give me a place for refuge to sit in the front lounge of your tour bus. Hey man, you keep bringing donuts to our bus. Everything's gonna be just fine. You look plenty <laughs> Don't you of worry about that. <laughs> That's right, buddy. Well, all right. Well, you. JR, thanks for having thank me you. again. Yeah, thank you. Jr. You have a good day, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye, bye, Jr. Bye, guys. Bye, all right, bye. Justin. Bye, Rocco. So uh, that was a good episode. Yeah, it was nice. I uh, actually one one thing I wanted to get to real quick. I forgot about. Yeah. Um, there was one guy who asked. Uh, his name's on Tumblr's. I am not a punk. He didn't leave his like real name, but he had, he wanted to ask if uh, if you were if he was to bring a design, a mixtape design he did to Warp Tour, could he give it to you or somebody else in the band? Yeah, he can give it to me. Of course he can. I'll put it in my book bag. Okay, there you go. So li- if you listen to this episode, make sure to sure. go up to him whenever you see him at Warp Tour and give Ryan your design. I wanted to make sure and- to get that through there. Anybody coming to Warp Tour still that likes Big Snackers, please keep on spreading the word. I'm going to get stickers made soon. We're going to get shirts made. Um, I have a lot of ideas made, and I want to start promoting even more. We're getting crazy amounts of downloads, so thank you for spreading the word. If you like it, come up to Warp Tour and talk to me, please. I appreciate it. Tell me that you like me and Justin's bullshit because it makes us feel better about ourselves because we're narcissists. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And... Uh, you know, thank you. Please rate us on iTunes, spread the word, and we're, we appreciate everything. We'll be back next Monday with Ryan Seaman himself, maybe JR, and uh, submit questions you have this week. We always get good questions. I have more. Yeah, uh, I do too. We didn't even get to get to them, so we'll get to them next week. Yeah. So, um, uh, so thanks for listening. And um, I'm going to go find dinner in Rock Springs, Wyoming, which yeah. means it's going to be fucking Burger King. You better go eat that bucket of fries. Oh, you're dead, dude. <laughs> All right. Well, Big Snackers 33, thank you guys. We'll see you next Monday. Yes, we will. Bye, Justin. <laughs> uh, man.
Yeah, bye. Have fun. Bye. Bye.